Hello, welcome to the inaugural Powers Court Friday Fix, our short take on an issue or news event of the week. Should we go for it? Yep. I'm Mark Leftley, I'm Powers Court's Head of Public Affairs. I'm here today with Russ Lynch, who recently joined Powers Court from the Daily Telegraph, where he was economics editor. Uh, Russ is here to uh, give us his insights into this week's spring statement, Rishi Sunak's uh, mini-budget. And Russ, this must be, what, the first time in 20 years where you've not been looking at a budget or a financial statement through the eyes of a journalist? Indeed. Uh, most of the last 20 years I've been inside the newsroom for these kind of fiscal events, so be it the Press Association, the Telegraph, and uh, they're very long days, but they're quite fun as well. Okay, and what do you think of the uh, this mini-budget? How good is it for, for Rishi Sunak? Has he still got a shot of being the next Prime Minister? Well, it's interesting because I think it certainly helped his position with the key constituency that he's going to need to even get in the race to become Tory PM, which is Conservative backbenchers. He's thrown them a bit of red meat on tax cuts, but he's also picked his targets. This is not the generous money-for-everyone furlough Rishi. This is a Rishi that has basically decided to favour drivers, favour lower-paid workers but penalise people on benefit, penalise students. Funnily enough, neither of those two groups tend to vote Conservative very much. I think he's basically throwing the red meat where it matters. And the reduction in the basic uh, rate of income tax, 5% reduction to 19p in the pound, that's pretty smart politics, isn't it? Just before an election, unfortunately what Rishi didn't say was... uh, the massive rise in national insurance contributions, uh, fiscal drag, which is going to make us pay more income tax anyway, as well as the corporation tax on businesses. He's uh, giving us a pound, but he's already taken £10 off us. And I think the OBR official forecast has said that he's basically given back about one-sixth of all of the taxes he's put up in the last two years. So let's not get carried away with his generosity. Okay, and is there anything in the mini-budget that we've missed? Is there anything um, that's been missed by the pundits over the last couple of days? Over, over the last uh, few days, I haven't really seen as much coverage of the impact of the statement, and particularly inflation, on public spending. Obviously, the coverage has fallen on national insurance cuts and income tax cuts, etc. But we haven't seen too much on the impact of what higher inflation will do to departmental budgets in real terms because the Chancellor set a spending review last September when inflation was around 3%. This time, this September, it will be getting on for 8%. But he hasn't set any spending envelopes, so those spending departments will suffer in real terms. And who uses those departments? Mainly lower paid people, poorer people are bigger users of public services. Well, seven out of eight workers are going to see their finances badly affected by this. They're going to see themselves poorer. Now, that's not going to impress the 2019 Red Wall MPs. You're going to lose those voters who basically put Johnson into number 10. Maybe. I doubt it. I mean, where are they going to go at the moment? I mean, the polling isn't saying that they're going to dive towards Keir Starmer. I mean, basically, Rishi has still cut taxes. He can go into the next election saying, I've cut taxes for you. And many, you know, you can fool all of the people some of the time. Maybe they'll buy it again. Who knows? I mean, the reality is I don't think he's got a constituency within Parliament and I don't see how this really boosts his constituency. Anyway, we've agreed to disagree. We've agreed to disagree for 20 years. Um, <laughs> what, um, what, 
what I would say though is I think we do agree on this. Rachel Reeves, absolute star yesterday. Probably the came out of it political reputation already high, incredibly enhanced. She was um, very solid, very solid. The one thing that she didn't do, which I thought might be an interesting avenue attack for a Labour, I don't hear much amongst the Labour backbenches, and I could be wrong, you might know about this more than me, about uh, Rishi's incredibly wealthy own personal background. He doesn't... You, know, you, don't, you don't get uh, too much press that he's married to a multi-millionaire with a, a massively in, independently wealthy. I, I wonder whether Labour should make more, more capital of that in Parliament. Well, there was a thing earlier today about um, how he uh, who buys his bread in his house. And Mikey Smith <laughs> at the Mirror is absolutely convinced he said houses, not house. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Russ, for uh, those great insightful comments. And I hope our new listeners, hopefully a lot of new listeners, have enjoyed this first Powers Court Friday fix. Uh, next week, I'll be talking to our client, Azim Rafiq, who is the uh, former professional cricketer who lifted the lid on institutional racism in the sport that he loved. <laughs>